Hello, everybody, and welcome. I have a story for you guys today, and I'm very excited to talk to you guys. <laughs> so I went for uh, a doctor's appointment a few days ago, and I so I haven't weighed myself in years. Um, I actually don't even own a scale. Like I literally don't even own a scale, you guys. And I had a doctor's appointment a few days ago. And the first thing that they say when they call me, they're like, so just to let you know, like, you got to come 15 minutes early because we got to weigh you, right? Like, like, as if like, that's like the most important definition of health. Like I got to weigh yourself. But anyways, I haven't weighed myself in years, which is so crazy because I was definitely one of those people that weighed myself every single day. Like, multiple times per day sometimes um just to like double check um and i actually remember going out to the store and buying one of those like really fancy scales where it actually told you like body fat percentage which was honestly complete bs like i did not think it was working because from one day to the next it'd be completely different body fat percentage and my body didn't change that much um but i was literally addicted to the scale you guys like it meant everything to me. It was like my safety blanket to the number on the scale was my safety blanket. But anyways, I have not weighed myself in a long time. So I was on a walk with Andrew and I told him like, I have this doctor's appointment and I'm like, I actually, I, I don't even know how much I weigh. I'm like, I'm kind of curious. Like, I don't really care, but I'm like, I have no idea. Like it's literally been years since I've weighed myself. So like, I act like I have no idea. And I just said to him, I'm like, why don't you just guess? like, just guess my weight. Like, just, just guess my weight. And he's like, uh, he's like, I have no idea. He's like, I'm so bad at this. And obviously like, you know, probably being a guy or whatever, it's like, you, or, or just anyone, like, you don't, you don't want to guess, guess somebody's weight wrong. Right. Or you don't want to be like, oh, you're this weight. And then it's like, you're off by like so much. Right. So anyways, I was like, just guess, because for me, honestly, like I don't get triggered. I don't get triggered by you know, weight comments, like none of that, or else I would not be asking my husband this. We're like literally just on a walk. I'm like, just guess. I'm like, just guess my weight. Like how much do you think I weigh? So he says a number and I look at him and I'm like, what? I'm like, are you serious? And this number, I'm not going to say numbers, but this number was higher than my heaviest weight when I was binging. So this number that he guessed was higher than the heaviest weight that I've ever been. So I was kind of in shock. I was like, really? Like, you think that much? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You got muscle. Like, I don't know. Right. So it was just so funny. Like, I I didn't get triggered at all. Because again, it, it honestly doesn't matter. Like, I don't even weigh myself. It doesn't really matter. But I just thought it was so funny because I'm like, I, I literally just started laughing. I was like, oh, okay, like, really? Like, you think I'm that weight? Like, it, it it honestly wasn't even that big of a deal. But I was kind of just like, I, I was just laughing versus getting triggered. And we were just kind of like laughing with each other. And when I went to um the doctors, obviously, I found out what my weight was. And it was like, way less than the what Andrew had guessed. And I remember telling him. And it was it's just like a funny thing. I was just like, it's just so interesting how when you do the work, to heal, like truly heal your relationship with food, truly heal your relationship with your body. 
no comments can be triggering for you. Somebody guessing your weight, I would have never, ever, ever in a million years thought to myself that I would be asking my husband what he thinks I weigh. Like that would have just never been a thing. It would have been never, it would have never been a thing that I would have ever asked my husband to guess how much I weigh because I was even triggered looking at the number on the scale. I was, I used to be triggered when somebody would tell me like, or somebody would ask me how much you weigh. Like I would be triggered. And here I am like, how much do you think I weigh? Like, it's just like a funny, like, it's just like a funny thing, right? Obviously nobody should be commenting on your body or your weight, but I literally asked my husband. And the reason I want to share this is because I don't care what the number on the scale says because I take such good care of myself. I don't care what the number on the scale says because I am so consistent with my daily habits and my non-negotiables. I don't care what the number on the scale says because I stopped binge eating. I don't care what the number on the scale says because I am kind to myself. I am literally so compassionate and I give myself so much grace. Like I, I, I'm so compassionate towards myself. I give myself so much grace every single day. I don't care about what the number on the scale says. I don't weigh myself because I feel so damn good. I nourish my body. I am in tune with my hunger and fullness cues. I'm no longer self-sabotaging. I'm no longer binging. So the number on the scale literally does not mean anything. It literally doesn't. And even if Andrew was right and my weight was higher than I thought, it actually doesn't matter because I still feel so good. This is where people get things messed up because they think like what really matters is just like the number on the scale. Like that's all that matters. But imagine if the number on the scale went down, but you literally were binging every single day. Imagine if the number on the scale went down, but you literally were speaking negatively to yourself every single day. Imagine the number on the scale went down, but every single time you ate something, you were stressing out, you were anxious the whole time and you were feeling guilty. Would that actually matter? No. So I stopped weighing myself. I do not weigh myself. And I don't feel the need to because why? I feel so good. The number doesn't define me. But here's the thing. When you don't trust yourself, you have to weigh yourself because you don't trust yourself. So it's like, I don't trust myself to not binge or I don't trust myself to be to maybe be consistent with my healthy habits. So I have to weigh myself as like a safety blanket. Like I literally used to weigh myself every single day because I did not trust myself. I didn't trust myself to not overeat. I didn't trust myself to, to stay consistent with my healthy habits. I didn't trust myself. So I needed, I needed to see the number on the scale to make sure that I was on track, whatever on track means, right? So it's just so interesting. And again, never in a million years, Whatever thought that I wouldn't have been triggered by this. And I actually don't care. I need to lose 10 pounds and I literally cannot stop eating. So the thing is, it's like what I always say is like when you take care of your binge eating, the weight will take care of itself.
I've been feeling my best lately with daily habits. Yes, daily habits, you guys, are so incredibly important. When I, it's ironic, when I was struggling with binge eating, I focused on my fitness pal, my macros, and the number on the scale, and I was the least consistent, and I felt like shit. Then when I stopped weighing myself, I stopped using my fitness pal, I ate intuitively, I focused on my daily habits, I'm way more consistent, and I'm at a healthy weight where I feel so freaking good every single day. So it's it's so interesting. Claire says, hi, new to your page. I've struggled with binge eating disorder for years and years. Any suggestions on where to start? Hi, Claire. I'm so happy you're here. So definitely take a listen to my podcast if you're not listening to that already. It's the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. The link is in my bio. Um, This is a really awesome place to start. A lot of people will start listening to my podcast to just kind of like get a feel for my methodology of how to, you know, rewire the brain. Um, that's how I really support my clients. And then a lot of the times people listen to a few of my podcasts and they're like, okay, how can I work with you? So um, I would just start with my podcast. Um, But the first thing that I would say, if any of you guys are like struggling with binge eating and like want like a few steps, like honestly talking about this conversation right now, like ditch the scales, ditch the weighing scale where you step on it and you weigh yourself and also ditch your food scale. Because here's the thing. It doesn't make you feel good. Like if you step on the scale and the number on the scale goes up, it's like your day is ruined. And then it's like, you're restricting yourself. I used to over-exercise. It just made me feel like crap. It made me feel like a failure every single time I stepped on the scale and it went up. I'm like, oh gosh, great. Yep, it's six in the morning and I'm already having a shitty day. When I was weighing my food, I could never stay consistent, not because I didn't have motivation, not because I wasn't trying hard enough. I could not stick to these macros that was for like a five-year-old. But then at the end of the day, who felt bad? Me. Who felt guilty? Me. Who was frustrated? Me. Who felt like a failure? Me. Who would binge? Me. So I recognize, I'm like, okay, I thought weighing myself was going to be a good idea so that I can like you know, make sure that I'm staying on track. But honestly, all it's doing is creating more self-sabotage. I thought weighing and tracking and measuring my food would help me reach like the body of my dreams. And sure, yeah, I did lose weight when I was tracking, but I was so like unhealthily sick, you guys, like in my mind, like obsessed with every macro, every calorie. Like I would weigh out my food and I would like quote unquote, like do so good. And then literally as soon as I wanted something where I knew what it was like over the macros, I use the example of like dried mangoes a lot, like dried mangoes. They're um, like a few pieces is like pretty high in carbs, right? So if I would have had a few pieces of dried mango, I knew that my macros, I would already like been off of my macros by a long shot. So I would literally just in the middle of the day, stop tracking my macros. So it's like, then the next day I'd be like, oh, I have to do better. And then again, I would like, you know, muster up the the motivation to do well. And then it's like, you know, for the first part of the day, it's like, okay, you know, I can't go over my macros by one gram. 
But if I feel the urge to binge and I just want to eat all the chocolate, like screw it. I'm just going to do that. Right. So I don't want to say it's such like such an unhealthy habit, in my opinion, to be weighing your food and to be weighing yourself as well, too. Um, something else that I would say is obviously like if you are restricting yourself right now, like we have to slowly stop seeing food as good versus bad, because the moment that you start um, seeing food as like good versus bad is the moment where you feel like you are good or you are bad. I'm good today because I had a salad. I am bad today because I had some chocolate. And we really want to take the emotion and like our emotions away from food. You should just be neutral with food. Like I had a cookie today. I had a salad today versus I'm good or I'm bad, right? What was your guilty pleasure food? Was it ice cream, chips, cookies? So I'm a sweet person. Like I love sweets. So dark chocolate almonds. Oh my lanta. Anyone else love dark chocolate almonds? Like those were literally my favorite. Um, anything with chocolate, like just like chocolate by itself. Um, like dark chocolate, I would have. Um, I wasn't a huge ice cream person. It's actually funny because when I was little, I would have ice cream with my dad. Um, literally like every single Tuesday when my my dad and I would watch hockey, and there was like zero there was like literally zero guilt, like no tracking my macros. Like it was just the effortless thing. It was just the effortless thing to like have ice cream. Um, but I'm more of like, I love chocolate chip pancakes, chocolate chip banana bread. Um, those were kind of like my, my foods that I, I really liked. How do you get rid of the dis- disgustingly full feeling after a binge? Just wait it out. No, definitely don't wait it out. Cause I mean, I don't know about you, but like when I was disgustingly full, like I, I literally like, I couldn't just like wait it out. I'm like, I, I literally couldn't do anything. I was like, I just felt like I was about to burst. So what I, what I really, um, what I did was like first, first, before even talking about the physical, how are you speaking to yourself? Because when we feel so disgustingly full, it's really easy for your mind to be like, you're a failure. Why did you do this again? You're never going to stop binge eating. You know that you were going to regret it. Why did you do it? Like, that's where our mind goes. So the first thing we have to shift the language that we're even speaking to ourselves and remind ourselves that like binging and overeating is just part of the process at the beginning and we're doing our best. The second thing that I would say is like, for me, I honestly tried to make my body feel good. Even if my body felt not good, like physically, how can I make myself feel better? So sometimes I would take like a shower and I would literally just like imagine the guilt, like washing away when I was taking a shower, like the guilt was just like washing away from my body and like into the drain, like goodbye guilt. Um, so I would like imagine that. Um, and I always just feel so much better after a shower. I'm just like, I feel like rejuvenated. I just feel like a brand new woman. So that's what I would do either like a hot bath, um, or like a shower, or I would make myself a cup of tea and I would just allow myself, I would allow myself to just cuddle and just be in my feelings of however I felt. I wasn't, you know, beating myself up. I wasn't like, you know, because we can't do anything. Like when we're physically full, it's like, we can't, we can't do much. Um, so I would just try my best to make my body feel good. Do you, do you like all kinds of dark chocolate? I do. 
I love dark chocolate. Actually, you know what's so funny? I tried 95% um, dark chocolate the other day. And at first I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. It was really freaking bitter. So I don't think I'm going to get 95% again. <laughs> uh, but I love dark chocolate almonds. Like those are my favorite. Those are so good. Um, what else? Yeah, I like all things dark chocolate. Do, 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 do. Um, is it binge eating if instead of eating meals, I just eat a lot at the end of the day? So it really depends on how you're feeling because binge eating is like the surge of energy, this rush of anxiety, like eating super fast. So if you're just eating a lot, that might just be overeating. So let's say at the end of the night, I had a bowl of yogurt, I had granola, I had a slice of pizza, I had some chicken, I had some broccoli, like that might not be a binge depending on how I'm eating those foods. So if I'm eating those foods seated at the table in a controlled manner and I'm in tune with my body and I'm stopping when I'm full, that's not a binge, even if the quantity might be large. Compared to somebody where it's like you're eating super fast, out-of-body experience, it doesn't feel like you can stop. Even when you're full, it's like you have to keep on going. That is the binge. That is the binge, okay? Somebody said, I binge today. Well, I'm sending you so much love because I know how frustrating these binge eating cycles can be. I remember telling myself, like, I just want the day to be over. Like every time I binge, I literally would tell myself, like, I want the day to be over. So I get it. I get it. And you know something? It was so interesting. It's like I felt so physically sick after a binge, but I wanted to be hungry again because like that feeling of just so physically sick was like so uncomfortable. And you're like, it wasn't even worth it. Like the food didn't even taste good because I was eating so fast. So a lot of the times I would actually like, I don't recommend this. I'm just sharing what I did because I thought it would make me feel better and it didn't. Um, I would like chew gum because sometimes, sometimes it would actually make me get like hungrier. And I actually wanted to get hungry because I was so physically sick. Right. Um, what are some of your favorite snacks that help you not binge? So the thing is, you guys, like there's, there's not, there's not foods that are going to help you not binge. It's not like, oh, these foods are going to help you not binge because I can have certain foods and maybe you can have certain foods, but I don't binge on them and you do not because I'm different or, or whatever, or not because of the food but because I have trust. I've rewired my brain. I don't have the urge to binge anymore. So it's actually not even about the snacks. It's not about the food, right? Like it, there's not certain magical foods um, that are gonna help you stop binge eating. I would say like you wanna get to a point where you can have all the snacks and not binge, right? Because now I can have whatever snacks I want and not binge, but it wasn't always the case, right? So. Um, that's what I would say. Have you lost weight after you stopped binge eating? So it's actually so interesting. Like I am at the healthiest weight that I've ever been. And I don't, I don't weigh myself. Like I said, I don't track, I eat intuitively. I don't weigh myself. I don't overexercise. I don't track my food. Like this is what can happen, you know? And obviously everybody is different. 
But what I've seen with a lot of clients that I worked with is if you do things properly, hear me out. If you do things properly and you do things sustainably, where you learn how to reprogram your brain, you get rid of your binge urges, you build self-trust, and you stop your binge eating and you're no longer impulsive, you're no longer overeating, you're no longer self-sabotaging, what can naturally happen is your weight naturally takes care of itself, right? But so many people are not patient and they're like, yeah, but I still need to lose weight. So I'm just going to go back to tracking. But then the cycle repeats itself. So for me, I was patient. I really focused on my relationship with food first and foremost. And as a result of me putting in a lot of effort to heal my relationship with food, it's like now I don't have to weigh myself or track my food and I'm able to maintain my weight effortlessly without even really trying. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I put an effort towards my healthy habits like that. That takes effort. I am very I'm extremely consistent with my healthy habits. I go to bed at a certain time. I wake up at a certain time. I move my body. I work out. I, you know, I, I nourish my body. Like I prioritize sleep, like all of those things. My habits are like non-negotiables in my life. So that takes work, but it's not work in the sense of like, I have to be weighing my food and I have to be weighing myself every day. Like that's just hell. That's not work. That's just hell. <laughs> um, Kirsty said, had a gastric sleeve in January but started binging again, need help with my brain. So Christy, if you want, you can just message me on my Instagram because here's the thing, like gastric sleeve surgery, like it, it doesn't fix binge eating. It doesn't fix the root of the problem of why we were turning to food in the first place. So, and I'm, and I'm saying this with so much love and I am sure you know it because you're, you're, you're asking this question, but it's like, it really is just a bandaid solution, right? Like, if we we get that, it's like it doesn't fix the mindset of why we were why we were turning to food, why food was our main source of joy, why food was our main source of pleasure, why at the end of the day we weren't able to process our emotions and we needed to, food to comfort us, right? So actually getting to the root of things is going to help you sustainably end your binge eating for good. And it, you said I need help with my brain, so. I am running a program next month. It is called Stop the Urge. This is designed to rewire your brain, to completely get rid of that urge to binge. And you're going to know exactly what to do the moment that an urge comes on that will help you to not give in. Um, it is actually on pre-pre-sale right now. So the lowest price, if anyone of, the, of you guys is interested, just message me on my Instagram, Stop the Urge. Um, and I will send you those details. That's my like most requested program. You guys know like my whole root and rewire process, rewiring the brain is what's going to really help you get rid of that urge to binge for good, where you can go to social events, you can be around trigger foods, you can be home alone and still not binge. Before bed, I want to eat something so I can feel full, even though I'm not hungry, I just want to eat. So this is, um, if there was a past history of restriction, this is very common. So I actually struggle with this a lot because in the past I heavily restricted myself and there was so much fear of like, when am I going to eat again? So for a lot of people who do this before bed, it's like, I'm eating even though I'm not hungry because there's this fear of like, I don't want to be hungry. There's this fear of like, I don't want to be hungry in the middle of the night. There's this fear of like, I don't know the next time I'm going to eat. So just in case, like just in case, even though I'm not hungry, just in case, I want to eat something. So 
if there is a past history of um, restriction, that is extremely common. And this is where you just have to like remind yourself, like, I am safe. Like I am safe. I can literally go to the kitchen and get food in 10 minutes. I could literally go into the kitchen in 20 minutes and grab some food. I could literally hop into bed and realize that I'm hungry and walk downstairs or go into the kitchen and grab something. Like there is no fear. You're you're so safe, right? Thinking about this like abundance, like this safety, this safety mindset versus like scarcity of like, even though I'm not hungry, I have to eat something because what if I get hungry? Right. So that is also something to think about. Um, my mom would say it's bad to eat late at night or before bed and would scold me if I ate late at night. So here's the thing. We're going to hear from loved ones, from friends. We're going to hear from, um, you know, people on social media. Like we're going to hear all these things of like, don't eat before bed or cookies are bad or you shouldn't do this. Like we're going to hear all these things. But the reality is, is like at the end of the day, what is your truth? If your truth is like, if your truth, like if, if somebody said to me, like, don't eat before bed, but it's like nine o'clock at night and I'm starving. Um, I'm going to choose me over anyone else. Like I know my body better than anyone else. Right. And that's something to really like think about as well too. It's like, everyone's going to have their own opinions. Everyone's going to have their own thoughts. And your mom, your mom might not know, like might not that's, that's what she might have been taught. I've, I've been told that like, don't eat it late at night. You're going to get fat. So that gets programmed into our brain. And then we believe like, oh my gosh, I can't eat late at night. because I'm going to get fat. Like that literally gets programmed into the brain. But then we have to remind ourselves, like, where did I even hear this? Like, is it actually true? Well, like the truth is it's like, I know my body better than anyone else. So if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. But even if I'm not hungry and I want something, I'm going to have it. Like I know my body better than anyone else. There's always going to be people that say, do this, do that. Everyone has their own opinions, but there's no right or wrong thing. It's like what works best for you, right? So for me, when I had that mindset of like, don't eat it late at night because like you're going to get fat. Like that's what I heard in my mind. But I was like, okay, but the moment that I literally tell myself don't eat late at night, all I wanted to do was eat late at night. So I'm like, eh, that's not going to work. Right? So something to think about. Hi, Lorna. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, nighttime eating is is very, 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 very common. All right, you guys. Well, I am going to head off to yoga. I'm so excited. It's a gentle class. It's hot. We're just going to stretch. I cannot wait because my legs are so sore from my leg workout on Monday. So I'm very excited. Um, But it was so fun chatting with you guys. Remember, I'm going to be live on here on TikTok every day at four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The weekends, I might not be on on the weekends, but for sure, Monday to Friday, I will be on four o'clock. Eastern Standard Time. So come hang out with me. Um, And yeah, let's have some fun. So thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye, Kat. Enjoy. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye.